When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I wanted to uh, report that it's wonderful news, yeah, that there's justice in this world. Did you see that poor kid, Matthew Lewis, in Las Vegas who was beaten to death by a crazy mob? Uh, They made an arrest. So this kid, 17 years old, gets beaten up, and he dies about a week later, and now they finally made eight arrests. He's getting – it's all on video – they kick him, they punch him, uh, tear his eyeballs out. It's just absolutely horrific. And he died, and it's not getting a shred of attention. At least law enforcement is on it, right? Uh, that's wonderful. They're doing a good job. But I remember the Montgomery brawl. I pointed this out yesterday. The Montgomery brawl, the doc, it seems like the ancient history now, but when it was going on, it was big, big, big news. Remember? The, the, the boaters, it was, seemed to be somewhat racial. There was a group of white boaters and they were upset because the guy told them to move their boat because they had a big ship that they wanted to bring in and dock it. And, uh, the white boaters started a fight with this guy. It looked like it may or may not have had anything to do with race, but there was a rumble. Uh, there was a fight. Nobody really went to the hospital as far as I know. I mean, there were a couple of cuts. Nobody died. Yet the fake news could not stop talking about it. Listen to this. Again, remember, it's a fight. There, are, How many fights are there on a Friday night in America, right? All kinds, right? Rumbles. I used to see them. I used to be in them, quite frankly, especially when I lived in Baldwin, Baldwin, New York. Cut 22. Remember, nobody died. But listen. You have probably seen the video online by now, a big brawl along racial lines at the waterfront in Montgomery, Alabama. Thrown punch leads to an all-out brawl on an Alabama riverfront. Witnesses calling it an attack on a man just doing his job. A violent brawl in Alabama goes viral. A group of white voters accused of jumping a black security guard. Then a full-blown fight escalated on the riverfront. Yeah, so what? All right, so what? It was a fight. Nobody nobody went to the hospital. The guy they jumped initially, he's fine. I see him in the video walking around. He walks away. They don't tell you about all the white people, uh, like the women, who were thrown to the ground and kicked and had a chair thrown at their head. All these other horrible things happen that don't get mentioned. Why? Because, well, in our stupid society, right, there is a, there's a good side and a bad side. And uh, if it's white, it's bad. And if it's black, it's good. It's so horrifically simplistic and not the way real people think, no matter what you look like, right? Uh, and I look at this other case where somebody actually died. Now, why are we hearing about it again? Because the victim is white and the assailants seem to me, I'm looking at the video, uh, persons of color. And uh, so you can't talk about that because it makes certain individuals somewhat uncomfortable. Why would it make anybody uncomfortable? Facts are facts, right? The other thing, um, the hyperbole surrounding President Trump, right? Oh, goodness gracious, he's... Uh, He's Hitler, Mussolini. Actually, they're starting to say that out loud. This is how you know they're desperate. We know Donald Trump. We know he's reasonable. We know he's common sense. But the indictments haven't worked. Uh, The arrests haven't worked. He's at 60-plus points in the polls. He's beating Joe Biden. 
So then they have to turn up the, the rhetoric all over again. They've done this before, but they thought it was going to be taken care of. They thought he was going to jail. He's not going to jail. So listen to this. Cut 24, please. Cut 24. A potential front runner or an actual front runner, Donald Trump, who's talking about fascism and suspending the Constitution and sending military soldiers to suppress dissent in every city of the country. That's what we're dealing with. So we could very well, a year from this month, have a pretty stark choice, and that is one presidential candidate, major party, who's defending democracy, as Roosevelt did in 1940, and another who, if he is elected, could take us down the road of Mussolini and Hitler and other dictators. Mussolini and Hitler. (laughs) I mean, just... That's Michael Beschloss, uh, the the silliest. Uh, I, but I'll say this: he's handsome. He's he's a handsome guy. He's very well dressed. That's why they put him on all these shows because he's uh, he pretends he's a presidential scholar, and they put him on these shows. And uh, he has a bad case of Trump derangement syndrome. Anybody with any sense, look, look, this is Donald Trump when he's president. Does this sound like a a dictator? Does this sound like an authoritarian? Uh, authoritarians don't bitch and moan about negative opinions from this from the court right <laughs> they just uh, they would just grab an arsenal and uh, you know make the law themselves he doesn't do it that way of course not we're a nation of laws he respects it he follows it this is not an authoritarian and you can hear it right uh, cut 25 and uh, i'll sign the final papers as soon as i get into the oval office and we will have a national emergency and we will then be sued, and they will sue us in the Ninth Circuit, uh, even though it shouldn't be there. And we will possibly get a bad ruling, and then we'll get another bad ruling, and then we'll end up in the Supreme Court, and hopefully we'll get a fair shake, and we'll win in the Supreme Court. Just like the ban, they sued us in the Ninth Circuit, and we lost, and then we lost in the appellate division, and then we went to the Supreme Court, and we won. Uh, who does that remind you of? A little bit like Jackie Mason. We're going to go here. We're going to try that. And then it's not going to work. It just, he really was a big fan of Jackie Mason. It's similar cadence. And that is a guy who's just, who knows the system. And he even knows, you know, the reputation of certain courts. The fifth district is uh, the liberal one. The ninth district is a conservative one. Then it's going to go to the Supreme Court. Hopefully we win. That's not how authoritarians speak. That's how uh, presidents speak who really, really get it and are really, really honest and open about things. Oh, my God. Right now on two channels, they're still talking about that silly, uh, was it a pushing match? Some congressman from Tennessee thinks he got shoved by Kevin McCarthy. His name is Burkett or Burchett. I don't know and care who he is. Uh, I just think he's a bit of a wuss for making such a big deal out of it. He tells me, uh, well, we don't settle things like that in East Tennessee. You look a man right in the eye. Well... People are people, and uh, not not necessarily. You don't even know if this guy, if he pushed you. It's a very silly story. He runs out, a Republican congressman from East Tennessee. And I bring this up because everybody has given me a hard time for giving this guy a hard time. We had that caller yesterday from East Tennessee telling me that uh, Larry Burkett or David Burkett or whatever his name is the best guy around. But I'm sorry. He should have uh, he should have settled it uh, Tennessee style right there with uh, Kevin McCarthy. Instead, he runs out and tells CNN a great big sob story. You have that, please. He just does a big sob story. CNN tries to make it into a bigger issue than it is, and uh, they're still talking about it. So what? You had a I I got shoved five times today on the subway. It doesn't matter. You just 
trudge on. You keep going. Uh, you don't know. This guy does not know for sure if he was uh, deliberately pushed to make it a big deal. This is, uh, I don't know. I am not impressed, and I'm not a Kevin McCarthy fan. I really, you know, I'm kind of glad he's gone. Although, gosh, and gracious, these guys, they're giving, they're giving Mike Johnson a hard time now. What did he do wrong? Uh, the continuing resolution. Yeah, the CR, a CR, a continuing resolution. I don't know really what that is, but uh, it 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 keeps the government going for a little bit longer. And apparently the uh, the Freedom Caucus is not happy that we didn't get the consent. I want spending cuts. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Are they going to get rid of this guy too? If that happens, if they get rid of Mike Johnson as well, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Mike Johnson seems like a great guy. Uh, <laughs> that's they're actually making noise about that. I don't think that's good. Do you? Hey, Joe Biden is in San Francisco meeting his boss. I mean, meeting the uh, president of China, President Xi, who, if you watch the body language very closely, um, Joe seems very deferential to him. Very deferential. After all, President Xi knows things about Joe that we don't know. We, the American people, don't know. But tonight at 7.15 p.m. East Coast time, Joe goes before the microphones. Now, 7.15, it, it sounds like a primetime Press conference. It's not. It's designed to keep eyeballs off of Joe because anything can happen at one of those things and uh, they don't want it to happen. So that's happening tonight. More when I come back. Thank you.